What is up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in. So today's podcast is kind of going to be building off of my last two podcasts, um, a similar theme, but I titled it The Rich Young Ruler, um, really because that's the shortest title I could think of. <laughs> um, but really, I want to talk about Luke 18 and Luke 19, um, which includes the story of the rich young ruler and Zacchaeus, which were two um, rich men. And Jesus, uh, you know, shares two different stories or has two different encounters with these two rich men and really uh, comparing the difference of their, their encounters with Jesus. And really the theme of this whole thing. And obviously one of the main themes throughout the new Testament, mainly the, the Pauline revelation, the epistles is the law versus grace. And you will see that all throughout the Bible, not just in the epistles. The epistles is where Paul really unveiled it, but it's actually all throughout the old Testament. It's all throughout the gospels. It's all throughout the book of acts. And that's why it's so important to read the old Testament and to read the gospels under the lens of the Pauline revelation, right? Because, you know, he talks about how all these things that were once a mystery have now been revealed, have now been unveiled. What, and what am I talking about? The new covenant of grace and how obviously there was an old covenant, which was the law. And so, you know, all throughout the Bible, it's this com- comparison contrast of the law versus grace or living by the spirit. And so, you know, just for instance, before I even get into it, like on the first day of Pentecost, the law was given to Moses on Mount Sinai and 3000 people died. And on the first day of Pentecost, after Jesus resurrected, the Holy Spirit was given and 3000 were saved. Right. So it's a comparison. The law, the law brought condemnation, which the, and the Bible says that condemnation kills. Three thousand died because the law brought death. It brought um, the awareness of sin. And we know that the, the sin brings death. But but after Jesus came and he instituted the covenant of grace and he gave the Holy Spirit. It says that 3,000 were saved, right? Because the Bible says that it's the spirit that gives life. It's, and so really it's this contrast of the law, the law which demands versus grace which supplies. And so I want to talk about the difference between the rich young ruler and Zacchaeus. These were both two rich men. And I feel like a lot of people focus in on the part where Jesus says it's very difficult for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. But you have to really understand why he's saying that. He's not saying that to knock prosperity (laughs) because he came. The Bible says that Jesus came to take our poverty to make us rich. So riches is not necessarily the problem. The problem, we're going to get into it. I'm getting ahead myself, but I want to start by reading the scripture, Galatians 5, 4. It says, whoever of you seek to be justified by the law, Christ is of no effect to you and you have fallen from grace. So it says, whoever tries to be justified by the law, Christ is of no effect to you. So that's exactly what happened with the rich young ruler. In Luke 18, verse 18, the rich young ruler comes up to Jesus and he says, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So he came to Jesus seeking 
to be justified by his actions. What can I do? What law can I obey? What can, what can I fulfill to be saved? So the rich young ruler, because he came to Jesus seeking to be justified by the law, like it says in Galatians 5, 4, Christ was of no effect to him because he had fallen from grace. He was not, he could not receive the grace of Christ because he came to him seeking to be justified by the law. So when you are under self-righteousness, you, it's, it puts a blockage. You cannot receive the grace of Christ. You've fallen from grace when you seek to be justified by your own actions. And so, you know, Jesus said, Jesus responded the way that he asked. He, he came to him under the law. Jesus responded with an answer of under the law. He said, these are the commandments. And then he gives them one more commandment at the end. And he, and then it says that in verse 23, when the rich young ruler heard this, he was very sad. He went away sad and he, because he was rich. So he could not fulfill. Jesus said, go sell everything and give it to the poor. But the rich young ruler couldn't fulfill this final law that Jesus gave him. And it says that he went away sad. He, he wasn't able to do it, right? He wasn't able to fulfill this request that Jesus gave him, right? Because all of this was under the law. The law demands from you what you're not capable to give. I'm talking about without Christ. When you are, before you're born again, when you're spiritually dead, the law demands what you, apart from God, are unable to to give. You're unable to fulfill it, right? The Bible says that we've all fallen short. And so then Jesus goes on to say, he said, how difficult it is for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And a lot of people stop there and they like to like condemn riches or something as if that's the problem. But that and we're going to see with Zacchaeus, the riches not, was not the problem. The problem was, was this guy was coming to Jesus trying to do, trying to earn salvation in and of himself. Because he goes on to say, Jesus says in, or the, so the disciples asked him, okay, well, if it, you know, if it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God, they asked him in verse 26, then who can be saved? You know, okay, well, if it's very difficult, he said, it's, it's harder for, it's easier for a camel to enter through a, the eye of a needle. Okay. So he's basically saying it's like close to impossible. But then in verse 27, Jesus says, but what is impossible with men is possible with God. In the message translation, it says no chance at all. So rich people have no chance at all of being saved. If you think that you can pull it off by yourself, but every chance in the world, if you trust God to do it. So what was Jesus saying? The reason that this rich guy couldn't be saved was because there's no chance at all if you try to pull it off by yourself, if you try to do it yourself. But every chance in the world, if you allow God to do the work in you, because really the rich young ruler could have easily sold everything he had, given up everything and given it to the poor and followed Jesus if he had first received the grace of God. If he had, if he had come to Jesus, not trying to do it in and of himself, but really allowing God to do the work in him, it, it's easy. It's easy to give up your life. It's easy to surrender when, when you first receive the grace of Christ. 
But those who are self-righteous and they try to do all these things to try and earn something from God, that's when he says, no chance at all if you try to do it yourself. It's impossible. And so, okay, so hopefully you're understanding that. So this is a picture of a rich man that's coming to Jesus under the law, right? And uh, it's uh, basically, it's not working. Why? Because Christ is of no effect to you. Even though he came to Jesus, he could not receive from Jesus because he came to him under the law. Okay, and the law demands what he could not give. So this man went away sad. But now we're gonna see the complete opposite. Right after that, Luke 19, so that was Luke 18. Now in Luke 19, Jesus has an encounter with another rich man. Okay, but this rich man, he didn't come to Jesus under the law. We're gonna see what happened. Luke 19, so this is the story of Zacchaeus. And it says that he was rich. And it says that, in verse three, it says he was trying to see Jesus. So he climbed a tree in order to see Jesus because he was about to pass by. And, um, and then in verse five, when Jesus reached the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and Zacchaeus received him joyfully. So I want you to notice the difference here. All Zacchaeus did was saw Jesus and received him. And this is the key. He, had a, he, he, he positioned himself, his effort, he, put, he did put forth effort, but he didn't put forth effort to obey the law or try and earn his salvation. His effort was in positioning himself to just see Jesus, to just see him, because he knew if I can just see him when he passes by, and what happened? He, it says that he received him joyfully. So before he ever did anything or tried to get salvation, he received Christ. He saw him for who he was and he received him. And that's our job to see Christ and receive who he is. Because the Bible says that he's full of grace and he's full of truth. So if you would just receive Christ, you will receive the power you will receive the power that you need to not only fulfill the law, but to exceed the expectations of the law. And we're gonna see that. So, so Zacchaeus received him. So he had an encounter with grace. Christ was of effect to him because he wasn't coming to Jesus under the law. He came to him with an open heart and received him. And, and so he received grace himself because grace is a person. So Zacchaeus had an encounter with grace. And what happened? It says um, in verse eight, then Zacchaeus stood up and declared to the Lord, see, see, Lord, the half of my goods I now give by way of restoration to the poor. And if I've cheated anyone out of anything, I now restore four times as much. So grace caused him to restore to these people four times as much as he had taken from them because he was a tax collector. So, you know, if you know anything about this, tax collectors in those days, a lot of times would swindle people out of money and they used their power basically to like get more money from people. And um, so what's interesting about this is the law states and this is, you can read this in Numbers 5, verses 6 and 7. The law stated that if you deal wrongfully with anyone that you, and then you're caught, that you must restore to that person 120%. 
So you must restore to them in like an extra fifth of whatever you've stolen from them, basically. So that's what the law stated. But when Zacchaeus had an encounter with grace, he freely decided, without Jesus even telling him anything, he freely decided not to restore 120% like the law said. He restored 400%. He said, four times as much of what I've taken, I'm going to go restore to every single person that I've dealt wrongfully with. So what, what is that? Zacchaeus not only fulfilled the law, he exceeded the expectations of the law. And this is exactly what happens when you have an encounter with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace changes who you are from the inside out. Grace supplies you with the power that you need to live a new kind of life. Grace supplies you with power to exceed the expectations and requirements of the law. Because if you think about it, the law states you shall not commit adultery. But grace supplies you not only with, with the love for your spouse to not commit adultery, but, but, but love to actually love your spouse as, life, as Christ loved the church. So it's beyond just, okay, well, I'm not going to commit adultery. It's beyond that because you can just not commit adultery and also have a terrible marriage and have a terrible whatever. You don't really love your wife. You treat her horribly, but hey, you're not committing adultery. But grace, when you have an encounter with grace, you're not only not going to commit adultery, you're going to love your spouse as Christ loves the church. And what is that? That's you're exceeding the expectations of the law. Why? Because you've received grace. And I encourage you to go listen to my last podcast if you haven't already, because I talked about how grace influences you and it it, it controls you. It influences your every desire, your actions, your thoughts. It makes you it makes you different from the inside out. It's not like, oh, I'm trying to do X, Y, Z. Grace literally is the power of God influencing you to, to be like Jesus, to be, to be Christ-like. And it's not like, oh, I'm trying. It's really grace. And this is why it's so awesome and so important, even as believers. Obviously, this is like kind of talking about salvation, but even as believers, that first scripture I read, Paul, Paul was talking to the Galatian church and he said, I am shocked. Who has bewitched you that you have so soon fallen from, from grace? You, you've, you've, you've literally, you've left the gospel of grace that I preached to you and turned to another gospel. That's what Paul said. Paul said, who has bewitched you? What were they doing? Instead of living under grace, they were starting to go back to the law. They were starting to go back to trying to live under these regulations and requirements and trying to to earn things from God. And Paul was, was very disturbed by this. And he said, Christ has become of no effect to you. You who seek to be justified by the law, you have fallen from grace implying if you've fallen from grace that was implying that they had once they were living the life of grace and they've fallen from it right and so that's why it's so important even as believers that we that we keep ourselves under under the grace of christ that we continually all your efforts just like zacchaeus your efforts don't need to be i just need to stop doing this i need to stop doing this i need to stop doing this instead Spend your efforts climbing the tree. What do I mean by that? Positioning yourself to see Christ. 
all your efforts, really, they don't need to be in, try, in trying to modify your behavior. Put your efforts into positioning yourself to see Christ. What do I mean? When it's hard, you make time to read your Bible. When you're busy, you make time to be in God's house. You, you make it a priority. I'm going to position myself to have an encounter with Jesus. I'm going to position myself to hear the word of Christ, right? Because that's what brings grace into your life. To know him more is to have grace multiplied into your life. To know Christ more. And so understand that that's our only job, to see Christ and receive him. And, and when you receive Christ, you receive the grace to exceed the expectations of the law. And you're going to find yourself like Zacchaeus. You're, you're going you're gonna to be, you're not trying to do better, but you're going to be literally walking by the spirit and exceeding all the things that you were trying so hard to do before in the flesh. You're going to find yourself exceeding all of that when you just make your focus on seeing Christ and receiving what he's done for you, receiving his grace and that's why the Bible says where sin increased, grace much more increased. Grace super abounds. So and that's why it's so important. And I encourage you to go listen to my last podcast again, because I talked about this, that really positioning yourself under the reign of grace is what's going to set you free. Because like I said, the law demands, but grace supplies. Grace is going to supply you with what you need to live the Christian life. So I just encourage you as you approach God to, to really ask, ask the Lord. And I've been asking the Lord this. If there's any ounce of self-righteousness in me, burn it out because I don't want it. We don't want to be self-righteous in our own deeds, but really resting in what Christ has done and receiving from the fullness of the work that he's done and allowing that to change us from the inside out in Jesus' mighty name. This is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.